Disney Dependent. Yeah, that was a good I'm welcome. I'm Sarah Chilcott. Woo! And I am Harper Goff. You are not. Have you seen a picture of Harper Goff lately? He's a <laughs> he's an interesting looking man. Man, he looks like a dying walrus. <laughs> Here's the thing. He doesn't not look like a dying fat walrus. But I'm not saying he's ugly. I'm not saying Harper Goff is ugly or anything. What are you doing? <laughs> We're about 30 seconds in. Sarah came in hot. I did. I came in hotter. <laughs> I felt like I needed to really go for it. Because yeah, I just ate goldfish crackers and my mouth is super dry. Who needs producer Ash anyway? The- Get out of no. here. Okay. We're coming in hot. No. We need producer Ash. She's the Jeez. only reason we have a podcast. Don't reason there's anything. <laughs> we just sort of show up. Anyway. Mm. So James, right before we started talking. Yeah. Because that's not Harper Goff. That's James, just in case anybody's wondering. That's James Ian Good Macmillan. Point. Good point. Um, So right before we started the podcast, before we started recording, he was telling us about why he has a black eye. Oh, I didn't know where you're going with that. Yes, that just happened and I already forgot. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. He was doing it really animated and I said, save it for the pod. Yeah, I was just telling a story about how a 20-year-old got the best of me, but... In jiu-jitsu. In jiu-jitsu. Not just like at Walmart. (laughs) That also came across a little weird. (laughs) Me and a 20-year-old. We're tussling. We're tussling. In the corner. Uh, yeah, so I kind of have a... I don't... It's not a black eye, but it's its close to it, and it feels like it. That's it for probably sure. will be. I think it will be. But I want be. you to explain what the moves were, because okay. that's the important part here. Okay. So, I would... No. He was in top side mount. His hands are together. And I was in bottom side. And uh-huh. then he pulled me to my side and tried to get me in a, a, on a Kimura, but from where I'm, like, on my side of my hip. And then I shrimped out to get to get space, got my knee back in to get, regain my guard. Then I put my legs around him in a half legs guard. up in the air. And I put my legs into what's called a lockdown. Looks like so a cricket. So he couldn't move his legs. Then he smushed my head down on the ground, but he did it like that. So he didn't just push it. He punched me. He punched face. you. And then I tapped. So that was pretty cool. Did but you then cry? I got him later. Did you cry? Uh, Only inside. Uh, no. Okay. Not on the mat. It's okay if you cry. Oh, I've come so close to crying. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually never been from pain. It's always been from just like... Frustration from a 20-year-old getting the best of you? Yeah, man. It's so... (laughs) Every time I walk in, I go, okay, check your ego at the door, man. That's not why you're here. You're not here to win. You're not here to like... You know, I'm just a student. You're here to learn. Right. Nope. I'm about to start a a rock climbing gym tomorrow, (sighs) actually. And I'm going to be so bad. Oh, just awful. It, you know, I bet it's you're going to be really you. good because you probably have a lot of upper body strength from all the yard work you do. You would oh, think. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of yard work. That's hard. Yeah. I dug the crap yeah. out of my backyard today. Woo. Oh, I I went at it for a whole 20 minutes-ish <laughs> with a hoe. I dug out a bunch of Ish. grass because we're going to put in a fire pit. <laughs> yeah. And I am already sore and I haven't even slept yet. So we'll see how Sarah, tomorrow goes. Speaking of fire pit, so we were over at Sarah's house the other day for St. Patty's Day and our uh, the oh, luck yeah. of the Irish watch party. That was fun. <laughs> Thanks that to the fun. handful of people that joined. Especially, I think I watched five solid minutes yeah. of it. I was just running around the whole time. Well, sp- a special thanks to, to Rolla Jones yeah. for hanging. Me and him were messaging in the DM, like live messaging yes. each other. 
He's the best. Super yeah, funny no, guy. No, seriously, good guy. Yeah, super good guy. Um, but anyway, so you, <laughs> your, your son, my nephew Hayden, ordered apparently like a fire, a um, garbage. Bin. Yeah, what would you call that? He like bought a, a barrel, no, like barrel, a big metal barrel on Craigslist. Like you'd see they in a asked, Scorsese movie yes, where the homeless people are warming their hands by it. a fire. He drove like an hour away with $35 cash Yeah, and just told him, sorry, that's I all I have. Take it. And then loaded it into his Subaru. It's all rusty. And- it's just a pile of garbage. And then he had to cut Love the top it. off. Right? Yep. Okay. He brought it home. He did whatever he needed to do to it. And now he burns everything, That's including why he got it. our Christmas tree. Yeah, we got to watch that behind our house. I mean, he damn near lived forest fire. Yeah, back there, the it day. was good times. Ashes coming into the house. I mean, it's Oregon, so everything is completely saturated. saturated Nothing's yeah. gonna burn. No. Not this time of year. We no. did have a neighbor kid. His name's Abner, and he's hysterical. He came running from up up the street he came running around to the back of our house and told Hayden you know we can see smoke everywhere <laughs> he's like and cool and? that sounds like an Abner thing to do yeah Abner shot my car with a Nerf gun the other day as I was driving by he was poised and ready nice. and I looked at him and waved and then he shot my car how old he, is he he hit the car He's probably seven. Oh, yeah. That's what seven seven. boys are supposed to do. He's a monster. But in like all the good ways. I mean that in the most endearing possible way. Oh, that's cool. Ah! Yeah! (laughs) It's just in. It's 53 and rain at not Disneyland. And it's 72 degrees and partly cloudy at Disneyland. Woo! Yay, Disneyland. Hey, and Disneyland's opening on the 30th. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Go, California residents. Get your fill. Tell us how it goes, and as soon as they open it for us, we're on our way. You know, I was sad about it, and I even said something on Instagram about being sad about it, and Philander messaged me and said something that made me feel a bit better. Mm -hmm. He said, first of all, he was really cool about it. He's like, I totally get it. It's such a bummer. Ugh, whatever. But he said, uh, hopefully by uh, early summer, this, you know, they'll allow non-California residents. And I hadn't really thought of that. I was like, yeah, it's, it can't be that long. Like, no. This won't go on for a year or anything. Well, Better they're not. saying now that everyone, every American will be eligible for the vaccine by May 1st. I confirmed that at the, the local pharmacy yeah. that I go to. I, I asked them, like, the next couple tiers coming down. Um, and, and then, like, jokingly, I was like, when can I get mine? She's like, how old are you? I tell her. And she goes, so you have no underlying conditions? I go, nope, not that I know of. She goes, okay, well, she looks in, she goes, May 1st. Mm-hmm. And it's like exactly what the president said. Yep. You know, like there's proof of it. Yeah. It's actually. You can literally reserve mean a time. Everyone will be vaccinated no, no, by no. May 1st, of course. But That's when you're eligible to reserve So a time. many people are eligible now that by the time May 1st comes, it's going to be such a decreased amount of people it's that something need like, to get it. Well, like I'm fully 30% vaccinated of now. The country is vaccinated. Yeah. I'm fully vaccinated now. Dude, that's so awesome. It feels so good. I still, of yeah. course, wear my mask everywhere I go. I wear it at work. At this all point, that, that's, that seems to be more of just like a social... It's a courtesy. N- yeah. Because nobody knows you're vaccinated. You don't know yet. Right. Until like, that post-May date, we don't know. Like, right. I, my guess is early summer, somewhere around then, you'll start people seeing people take it off. Because then it's like, well, if you didn't get it by now, it's kind of on you. So, you know, well, that's I, old. It's interesting to hear. And I, I actually wonder um, from listeners, like... What does it look like where you live? Mm-hmm. Because here, 
Everyone in a store has a mask on. Everyone. You will very rarely see someone without a mask because it's like it's and, mandated well, and right. everyone does it. There's it's no culturally... question. You do not not wear a mask when you go into a store or yep. a restaurant or whatever. It's clearly like a protest if you're not wearing a mask. We went to Lincoln City, a coastal town in Oregon recently, last weekend, and I was inside the Safeway and the guy right behind us in line didn't have a mask and no one was saying anything to him. Really? He didn't seem like he was worried about it. Mm. It was like, that's so interesting. We just, that's two hours from us yeah. and... I didn't notice. I noticed everyone wearing masks there. Yeah, there was also we stopped at a gas station, and the gas station attendant was behind plexiglass, but he didn't have a mask on. Well, there you go. And so it's interesting because, like here in the Portland area, everywhere you go, every single person who's working yeah. has a mask. Everyone who's a patron has well, a mask. Well, now like everything in this stupid country, everything is so politically divided. Right. You know, like all liberal communities ha- are full-on full mask on. wearers, yep. and, and anything that's conservative is not. Which is so stupid. Well, they'll just fight it. Yeah, or so at least they'll fight it. Yes, right, right. and I mean, I understand. Masks suck. Sure. I've gotten so used to them that I actually forget to take them off sometimes still. Yeah. I'll, like, get into my car after work, and I'll get a good five minutes down the road and realize I'm still wearing a mask alone in my car. It's like you always say, Ash, humans are adaptable. Yeah. yeah. Before we launch into our topic of the day... We would like to do our Patreon patron shoutouts. Yay! First up, we have Lynn. She says, Keep cash on hand and gift to those when you feel inspired. When you are in line behind a veteran at the grocery store, pay for their purchase. When kids come to the door selling something, listen to them and buy whatever they are selling. Give it away if you don't want it. Just buy it. They are scared... Garshless. Mm. <laughs> give them some confidence. Just give. People have no idea how much 10 bucks can mean to someone asking for help. And regarding the vets, they are easy to spot. They wear the hats. And then she says, and those old dudes selling the poppies outside the grocery? Big fun to flirt with. Big fun. <laughs> <laughs> Worth the price it. of admission every time. Oh, I love your <laughs> Words of wisdom. Yeah, That's so great. good. Thank that's you, so Lynn. That's a really, really good shout out. Oh, that's good. And also a good reminder to keep cash on hand to do that kind of stuff with. I always, whenever I pass someone with a sign, I just feel so bad because I'm like, um, yeah. I can give you the five cents. I have one nickel in my car right, right now. That's right. just mean. Anywho. Okay. So uh, my first shout out is for Jim and Sue. And they would like to shout out their Facebook group. The former Disneyland cast members. It's on Facebook and it is rapidly growing. You do not have to be a former Disneyland cast member to join. It's just started by our dad, Jim. Just think of it as a Disneyland and now even Disney World group. Exactly. Some of the coolest stuff on that on that thread. I like. I genuinely love that group. Totally. People share a lot of photos from mm-hmm. when they worked there back in the day, or they yep. share photos of recent stuff, yeah. or they share stuff like, "I just found this watch. Does anyone know when it's from?" And it's it's great. It's yeah. a really good Facebook group. Definitely recommend it. Yeah, there's a lot of inspiration from that group on some of our posts for, for sure. sure. Okay, I would like to share what Molly would like to give a shout out to. And that's generally water. Molly wants everyone to know about water. H2O. And that 
She thinks y'all should stay hydrated. That's one of the best shout-outs I've heard in a long time. O2H. <laughs> O2H. You know what? I realized how dehydrated I was earlier today. This is odd timing. So I chugged a bunch of water. My headache went away. Uh-huh. I looked less fat, which is pretty cool. I looked less dead because I slept like five hours last night. So Molly's yeah. got it. Thank you, Molly. Then I peed all day long. And Yay. am I going to drink water? No. I'm going to keep drinking whiskey. I'm drinking coffee right now. what I do. Hey, there's water and coffee. Lisa from Walt's Chili Bowl would like to shout out Frosted Faces Foundation. And it's the cutest gosh darn thing that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I almost cried earlier. And I would have cried if there were, I don't know. Aww. Yeah. So she says, hello, friends. In honor of Minerva, <gasps> we would like... Or we would love to promote Frosted Faces. Per their website, Frosted Faces Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that delivers the promise of family and quality veterinary care for senior animals whose love and lives are in jeopardy. They're based in Ramona, California, which is not very far from us. They only have one cat available for adoption right now, and her name is Alice. Her name is Alice. Her name is Alice. Oh, wow. That's cool. That was the name of a song from a band I played in. And then I have Alice ready to look at because I just had to. Someone go adopt Alice. Please. Aww. I would if I was in California because I'm about ready to get a cat. Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, I love senior pets so much. <gasps> look at that. Oh, she's a sweet little orange kitty. Oh, she looks so grumpy and sweet. I love her. She looks like a jerk. Oh. <laughs> she's got cataracts. Yeah, <laughs> she does. Oh, that's very sweet. Aww. I love her. Thank you, Lisa and Welts Chili Bowl. That's that a is great the one. sweetest. Really good one. In honor of Minerva. Yeah. Rip. No. Um, okay, my next shout out is for Sarah T. She would like to shout out the Belmont Goats on Facebook. Or I'm sorry, on Instagram. Um, it's the Belmont B-E-L-M-O-N-T Goats. And they are neighborhood goats in, I believe it's southeast Portland. They just live on a lot. And you can walk by and say hello to them, but they have an Instagram, so you can peek in and see hilarious goat faces whenever you feel like you need to. Very They're good. really active, yeah. yeah. They Real are. good for mental health. Really good. And if you're in the Portland area, go visit the Belmont Goats, because they're wonderful. Okay, and Rolla Jones, our homie, wants to shout out a friend's band. Uh, best friend's band. Best friend's band, called Arma Banks. And what's the website, Ash? Do you have it? It was. I think it was just www.armabanks.com. So A-R-M-A-B-A-N-K-S. Rad. I, I'm a music fella, so anyone that's out there trying to do the darn thing, I support. Yeah, get it. Very yeah. cool. Longtime member Chaz would like to shout out Angus Young, the guitar player of ACDC. <laughs> Dude. The quote the is the very best guitarist. <laughs> Yes. Thanks, Chaz. We agree with you. Thank you, Chaz. Angus Young for life. (laughs) Dude. My last shout out is for Michelle. Um, She wanted to shout out Flying House Threads, but because we're going to talk about them later, Mm -hmm. I'm giving her a second shout out that I'm picking for her because I know her personally. She would like to recommend that you walk your dogs every day. Take your pets, whether it's a hamster, Mm -hmm. a goldfish, a chinchilla or a boxer on a walk every day 
They Can you deserve imagine it. Imagine if you'd take a goldfish on a walk. How difficult that would be. You'd just have to hold the bowl. Yeah, hold the bowl. that'd yeah. probably be easier yeah. than yeah. a chinchilla. You don't want to put a leash on a goldfish. But seriously, don't don't, don't get a pet if you're not going to be a good pet owner. Yeah. C- could you not? Can I just say that Michelle is probably the best pet owner I know. She has two dogs that are complete demons, and I love them so much. They're very cute. But they are good. a handful. It's like having two toddlers yes. all the time, and she loves them so much. Fantastic. Now on to the main topic of the day. This was originally going to be a solid episode, and then I started looking into it, and I realized this is going to be a recurring theme. Yeah. It is bizarre moments in Disney history. There's a lot. There are way more than you would think. Yeah. What's really cool is I'm reading the list she's got up there, and I have no idea what any of this is, so I'm in for the ride. This is going to be great. Yeah. I have a selection of three moments for today. First up, we have the Disneyland State Fair Parade and Pig Mania. What? Pig Pig? Mania. Yep. Like oink, oink. Oink, oink. And that is, so, before I launch into it, my first source is a Disney tourist blog. Okay. So, the Disneyland State Fair Parade. If you're anything like me, and hopefully for your sake you aren't, you lament the darth of live farm animals, cartoon broccoli characters, and tractors in modern Disney parades. This parade ran in 1987 to 1988 and was sponsored by John Deere, celebrating its 150th anniversary. The parade does not appear to be good by any means, but I'll give them an A for effort anyway, as it still looks like a fun idea. In addition to the parade, there was a Ferris wheel set up in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Imagine the outrage from fans today. (laughs) Plus carnival games in the hub and town square. Oh, and a glorious little thing called Pig Mania at Big Thunder Ranch. (gasps) There, live pigs raced and guests could cheer on their favorites. Yes! Um, Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, what year? 87 to 88. So we may have been there at some point during that. Wow. I bet Dad remembers. I'll have to ask Jim Mack. They had some crazy things at Disneyland. They mm-hmm. used to have a freaking donkey ride you could do. You could get on a donkey and ride <laughs> through Disneyland. I'm making it so I can go through the park. There's a designated area. <laughs> designated donkey area. <laughs> it was You're like, crazy. hey, donkey, take me to Pirates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's what I want. An amusement park donkey? You want a pack mule. Yeah. That's what I always call myself when we're at Disneyland. I have a video clip for you guys. Oh, please, yeah. please, 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 please. I actually have two. First race. The number one pig representing the green section is Chop Suey. Chop Suey. What? What is happening and where oh, is this? Big Thunder Mountain Ranch. God. This looks straight up circus. It's awful. Pig foot. Pig foot. <laughs> this is my kind of entertainment. <laughs> All right. That's it. They just do one lap. I think so. That's the tiniest so lap I've ever seen. Why too. don't they do that now? Because of animal rights something? I don't know. I don't think people go to Disneyland to, to watch, watch pigs? pigs run. Oh, you don't? 
I would. I mean, I'm all for them bringing that back, though, to pull people out of lines. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, lots of people like to watch pigs run. I like to watch pig runs. I know. I don't know. Didn't say it right. Cool. You said pig runs. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Man, um, that looks cool, though. Yeah, they had all kinds of crazy Ooh. stuff. Ooh, there was one I just saw. The this lumberjack is, show. This is part of it, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that, nope. Sarah? Yeah, they they did a whole like lumberjack competition show. Are you sure you're not remembering Alaska? Are you no. sure you're not remembering Bull Durham because it says Dave Durham and the Bull Durham Band? Uh, <laughs> when was it? It was the same year. This is all oh. part of it. I know. Well, I remember this. I don't remember anything state fairy at. We the should ask Dad. I remember park. like the whole lumberjack thing where they like they try to stay on the log you know like they run on a log or spin yeah yeah i remember my guess that. is if we were there for that i was looking the opposite direction <laughs> yeah and i just missed the whole thing because i was probably just eating a churro and looking off in the distance i love that there's a daredevil diving team that it says featuring fancy diving Ooh. and incredible diving tricks from great heights wow we and then of course diving? there's pigmania where were they? They had a pool? Uh, you know. Who knows? Who remember knows? that movie, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken? Of yeah. course I do. I love that What a movie. bizarre story. Just yeah. a little side tangent. Sorry, audience. It was She's the name of the movie? blind. What's, what's it called again? Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. It's a story of a blind... Well, hold on. Let's back up. <laughs> back in the turn of the century, there was a sport uh-huh. where they would dive... On, on horses. Horse. Into a pool. Into a pool. Now, From if you're asking yourself, did heights. James just say they dove? They would jump onto on a, a horse. Yep. Ride a the horse. The horse was running and would jump off a diving board Dive. into a pool. Huh? From very high up. And hey, what do you know? It was super duper duper dangerous. Of course. Of course it was. Everything about that's dangerous. So this blind girl mm-hmm. says... That's my passion. That's yeah. what I want to do. She goes blind, doesn't she, though? Yeah, she goes blind from this a- stupid hobby, isn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> maybe. I think that's the story. I there, think that's the yeah, story. she, like, feels the horse. She feels it. And she puts her stupid hand out there, jumps on the stupid horse, jives. Jives! <laughs> she jives. I give up. She jives into a pool. That's how mad I am about this stupid sport. <laughs> she dances into a pool. Man. <laughs> now I'm just imagining someone riding a pig into the Finding Nemo water. Yes! Dude! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's this next one? Okay, uh, well, before we do the next one, I just wanted to show you the parade because there's a moment in the parade that's just like, what am I looking at? Okay. This is Pig Mania? No, this is just the State Fair. Oh, copy that. State Fair Disneyland. That's a tractor. But yep. it's at Disneyland. Yeah, it's Main yeah, Street. Yeah. So the theme of the, of the parade is State Fair. Yeah. There are people dressed as what? Crows? Crows? Yeah. Oh my gosh. There are scarecrows. Yay, yay, yay. Oh my gosh. Scarecrows are just awful. Here come the vegetables. Oh yay. It's a dancing pumpkin and broccoli. Just what I want when I come to Disneyland. Vegetables. Vegetables. (laughs) Boys, I can't find one now, so. And some corn. Oh, look at that nose flopping on that broccoli. Oh, that looks like a gorse. 
sure does. So, yeah. Um, well, that has nothing to do with anything Disney. Why did they do that? There's corn, too. Hey, you remember when my kids dressed up as corn and eggplant for Halloween one yeah, year? Yeah, I do. That was great. Very, very yeah. cute. Hayden was a corn on the cob. And he and, was very cute. And Lauren was a, an eggplant. I don't know why. I found those costumes and I was like, must have them. Yes. <laughs> well, that's cool, Ash. And the last thing I just want to show you real quick is my favorite picture from this entire thing, which is my pig one. There's a button that says, my pig one. Oh, my, my pig one. The very proud looking pig. That's some pig. That is some pig. What would you do for that pig? What would I do for it? Yeah, what would What'd you be willing to do? I mean, I would give up my house. Yeah. Give me that pin. Oh, He's yeah. T double E double R double I double F double I double C What is it? Uh, that's some pig. <laughs> that's some pig. She already said that, James. Suey! <laughs> How do they call the food? Suey. Suey! Hey, big, 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 big. <laughs> we do uh, that with Dexter often. Yeah. Next up, we have the Wizard of Bras. Uh, I can't wait to figure out what you're talking about. Wait, 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 what? You guys have heard about this. I so, have, this does it, sound familiar. The store that was on Main Street? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. It's worse than you think. Okay, good. Is so this quote that I have is from um, a user called Sanity Farts, which that's just a really fun username. Yeah, thank you, Sanity Farts. At wattpad.com. Dude, this description is hilarious. You want to read it? Ash? Oh, yeah. <laughs> There used to be a wonderful uh, wizard of bras on site. Picture the scene. You're at Disneyland with your family. The kids are eager to experience the rides, visit Sleeping Beauty's castle, and meet Mickey Mouse. But instead, you enter a shop on the park's famous Main Street. Everywhere you look, there are displays of women's undergarments. And then, lurking in the shadows, you spot a strangely sinister mechanical figure. Oh. It's a robot. Dressed in stockings, a corset, and an enormous ruff. Oh my god. <laughs> this robot slowly revolves on a moving stage. He introduces Wait, himself. He? He. Okay. It's a male robot. Okay. As the, win- the wonderful Wizard of Bras. Unbelievably, this occurrence, well, something a lot like it, could in fact have happened during the first six months at Disneyland. Wow. The Hollywood Maxwell Intimate Apparel Shop, run by the Hollywood Maxwell Brasserie Company, consisted of a sort of sartorial journey through time. There was an exhibition of women's underclothing from the 19th century through the 1950s. Why? And a shop where women could purchase modern-day brasiers. Hey, Disney's kind of a... either uh, a creep or he's pretty fun <laughs> i mean i'll let you choose but i mean seriously I'm, I'm your your dream is to open this amusement park all that money all the time in one of the few shops there's not a whole lot of shops in main street it really doesn't make sense let's sell some bras <laughs> so, weird. so here's some concept art for the wizard of bras ah oh oh that is a nightmare <laughs> oh that's from yesterland which is also another good so there's Blog. there's a picture that I'm sure everyone has seen of the Intimate Apparel storefront with everyone wearing their Victorian garb. They're co- so covered up. So covered. There's, you can't see any undergarments in that picture. Right, right. It's still a Disney shop. They were just shop. to suck you in, like, fully. Shape you into the shape you're supposed to be. Is that like a marketing tool to, like... Get husbands a little turned on. Get them a little randy so oh, they spend maybe. money at Disneyland. Yeah, they're like, hey, honey. 
like buying a churro now. Ew. <laughs> like putting a churro in my mouth. Here's a picture. You can't really see very well, but there's a picture of the wizard, the robot. Oh, oh it's so creepy. It's a nightmare. Oh, it my looks like God. a nutcracker. Yeah. Like That's a flamboyant fun. nutcracker. <laughs> wow, Wizard so, of Bras. There you go. Um, then I have uh, an ad from that time. There's Ooh. no, there's not a lot to see, but you can at least listen to the ad. Okay, can't wait. I'm closing my eyes. Okay, me too. Hold on, there's an ad. An ad Both in front of, of us the have ad. our eyes open. <laughs> okay. I did close them for one second. Okay, when it starts, I'll close them. Okay, okay open them. Open them. Super open. <laughs> My eyes are bleeding. Okay. The Wizard of Bras. Okay. Look in the mirror and see the story of fashion. Like all stories, it has two sides. But since fashion is a lady, the world can only know half of it. The truth is that even in Granny's day, being a doll required a lot of pull. Those 90s were supposed to be gay. But it took a lot of work to be stylish, and most of it was undercover, as this makes clear. Needless to say, Granny's secrets were well hidden. Why, she'd turn green with envy if she could see the lift today's girl gets from our low-cut Viet. It's designed for wear under a casual sweater or deep-throated shirt. <laughs> That's under for yeah. a change of mood. There's the new and intoxicating pink we call that V-neck now. <laughs> that lends its own sweet shape to you. You see, modern girls Why have so many so fashions to choose from. It takes so a wizard to keep Torpedoes. them in shape. That's why Hollywood Maxwell designs a bra for every fashion. To see them all, just ask at your favorite store for Hollywood Maxwell, the Wizard of Bras. Ew, he well, was creeping in the background. There you go. There you Hollywood go. Maxwell. Those bras look so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say? That is amazing. I, it, I mean, it's one of those things where you hear people tell that story that, like, hey, did you know they used to have a bra store off Main Street? And you go, That's With ridiculous. the history of women's underwear. What? They also used to have a butcher. You could buy meat, a bra, and go shoot a gun. And fish. At Disneyland. And flowers. And flowers. That's right. Yeah. And fish and ride a donkey. You could fish? Yeah, you could fish. Yeah. And then you have your coolers yeah. of dead fish dead with you all day. With fish. Just stick right. it in your locker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Disneyland was a wild place back then. <laughs> oh, what I would give to see that, man. Woo! 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 Wacky white people. Just getting whacked out. Speaking of wacky white people. New bra. (laughs) My last bizarre moment for the day is Escape from Tomorrow, which was originally Escape from Tomorrowland. Escape from Tomorrow was a 2013 American independent black comedy film written and directed by Randy Moore in his directorial debut. It tells the story of an unemployed father having increasingly bizarre experiences and disturbing visions on the last day of a family vacation at the Walt Disney World Resort. <laughs> so, I've heard of this, and I haven't really gone into a deep, deep dive into this until preparing for this episode. But this is fascinating because, um, here's the backstory. This is from Grunge.com. A film crew shot an entire movie inside Disney World. 
it was also at inside Disneyland, both parks, without permission. Oh my, Whoa. how have I never heard of this? The film was the brainchild of Randy Moore, who IndieWire says has both happy and horrific memories of visiting the park as a child with his heavy drinking dad. Moore later said that the experience was so stressful that he lost 47 pounds during the year that they spent shooting the film. Holy crap. Weirdly, Moore's use of Disney World as an unauthorized set for his dark comedy horror film Escape from Tomorrow falls under the umbrella of fair use. So although Disney certainly wouldn't have allowed him to shoot there if they had known what he was doing, there doesn't seem to be anything that they can do about it after the fact. No way, because he's just there as a customer and they allow filming. Yeah. This was in 2013? Yep. So, okay, was the movie finished? Yeah, it's a movie. You can watch it. And I'm just going to leave this right here. We're going to watch it for our next bonus episode. Yes. Oh, my God. It sounds like a nightmare of a movie. Have you found it yet? Oh, I can. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's out there. One more time. It tells the story of an unemployed father having increasingly bizarre experiences and disturbing visions on the last day of a family vacation. I mean, who among us has not had bizarre visions on the last day? Mm hmm. But I, right? that sounds like like fear and loathing or freaking you know chocolate in the chocolate in the Charlie factory. Chocolate. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Factory. I'd just God. like to point out once again, wow. James is sober, stone cold. <laughs> Can you imagine if I did drink on the show? <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. So I'm really excited to watch that with you guys. And mm. then I also have a link here Can't for wait. there's a really great interview that um, thefilmstage.com did with the writer and director Randy Moore. So we'll go Heck we'll yeah. go over that at that point. Radical. Dude, that's wild. Yep. I've always wondered if someone tried to do something like that. They did. Because it's such a clear, like, you know, make a movie at, the, at an amusement park like that, but they never allow it. But if you, you do it gorilla style. Yep. Gorilla so, I mean, filmmaking. So they have Disneyland. lines and acting and the yeah. whole thing. Yep. I mean, they have. There has been a few movies that have shown Disneyland in the in the movie. Yeah. But they've been Disney movies, right? As far as I know, like Saving Mr. Banks. Right. That was they like actually shut down. Yeah. Fantasyland to do that. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen the behind the scenes footage of that? No. Where Tom Hanks walks through the front gates. It's so weird seeing the modern. Yeah. Disneyland, oh. but then like shut down. And everyone's yeah, because they pull their car up to like yes, the front. Yeah. The front. Yes, I have seen because that. that's supposed to be where the parking lot used to be. And he walks through as Tom Hanks. He's not even in character, and he's in costume and everything. And uh, it's a normal business day, so they cordon off just one little area where they walk all the way through to Fantasyland. It's crazy. Yeah. And people are like waving and stuff. He's waving back. It's nuts. Man. And during the filming, there's a whole group of people watching the filming. So cool. Yeah. God. What a we- That must have been a crazy day to be at Disneyland. No kidding. Probably couldn't get anywhere, though. Fantasyland was completely off limits, I'm sure. down, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you could go and watch. People were surrounding. Just right, like you a parade or anything. The carousel. Observe. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fun, fun, fun in the sun. Wow. Yeah, if only there was sun here. Actually, it kind of looks sunny outside right now. It won't last. No, it won't. It's deceiving. Yeah. Now on to our last tasty segment of the evening. 
we are inspired by many things. One of which is people that have found their love for Disney, Disney culture, Disney fandom, and somehow turn that into a business. And there's a lot of different ways people can do that. You can start a, a company where you make a thing, whether t-shirts or a product, a Etsy shop. And then there are people who are bloggers and YouTubers, podcasters. Hint, hint. Just <laughs> like us. And what's so inspiring about that is that, hey, what do you know? We're doing the same darn thing. We got our podcast, Rippin' and Pippin'. Nope, Pippin's not a word. It works Rippin' anyway. and <laughs> Scotty Pippin'. Um, but also, we also are dropping a brand, a company, a corporation, <laughs> coming soon. What's it called, Ash? Hit them. Hit them. Hit them. Hit the people. <laughs> Any time now. Go ahead. Uh, uh, uh. Dynamite Goat Trading Company. Yeah, what? let's go. In all seriousness, we are so stoked for this. We've been working hard. Working hard on designs, the culture of it, all of it. We got stickers. We got a website coming. We got an Instagram account coming. Original content, t-shirts, hoodies, jackets, all of it. I think you're promising <laughs> things that we can't deliver. Boats, cars, yachts, <laughs> houses. Dynamite Goat Trading Company houses. Tiny houses. <laughs> or big houses. <laughs> Personal chefs. Yeah, man, it's gonna be dope. Let that's the dream, right? Take the thing you love, and hopefully you can make a couple bucks off it. So, with that that said, we're going to name some of our favorite small Disney bizzes. People who have somehow managed to turn a profit off of this thing that we all share and love. Who wants to go first? Um, I think that it would be easy to start off with Carly Rose Designs, who we had as a sponsor. Heck yeah. And who one of our listeners, Lynn, had commissioned a really great piece. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she's on Instagram at Carly Rose Designs, I'm sure. And she, My memory is terrible, but she's, she's on awesome. Etsy. She's awesome and very hireable. Like, we couldn't vouch for her more. I mean, mm-hmm. the way that those jeans turned out, <laughs> so rad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Worth every penny, too. Yeah. Super cool. I mean, she she should charge twice as much. So get her while you can, because I'm, I'm sure she's going to skyrocket to the top. Yeah, it's not just like Disney apparel. It's also just custom art that you Absolutely. can wear. Yeah, very talented. Um, I would love to recommend Walrus Carp Clothing. I absolutely love the shirts that they sell. This is actually something I don't know. So they're like button-up men's shirts, and I honestly don't know what else they have. I've just looked at their Instagram, and they just have great stuff. Um, they're like button up, short sleeved, kind of like a Hawaiian shirt looking shirt, but they have subtle Disney things on them. Oh. So little Dole Whips or the little Mickey ice cream bars. And they're really classy looking. Like they're, they're like the kind of Disney clothing that I like where you could wear it anywhere. And right. if you know what it is, you know what it is. And if you don't know what it is, you just think it's a cute thing. You don't know that it's a Disney thing. And all tight. It looks like there's t-shirts too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. What I, I really love is the Hawaiian shirt looking button up oh, men's so shirts. Good. They're so great. Like they're and they're, they seem like they're a good cut. I was just going to say, we should talk to them, see how they, they source those shirts. Yeah. 
I just they're, they're I like that nice. they're not big and like floppy. You know how so many Hawaiian shirts are really, um, really oversized. Mm-hmm. They're not cut like for a person. These are nice and kind of fitted, and they look really good. Look at this one. This they is they look a, like high quality. This is a T-shirt. It says Gracie Manor Drinking Team. Yes, I saw that one. It's not great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's rad. So it's all like Disneyland cool. stuff, but or Disney World, I guess. Yeah, it seems but predominantly it's, Disney World. It's a. Uh, it's very recognizable for those of us in the know, and mm-hmm. probably pretty, like you could just miss it and not really realize that it was super Disney fandom. Which is our style. Yeah. Okay, I'll go next. Um, Okay, so one of the ones that I've talked about a few times on this pod, and one of the first brands that I found in this space, and that is Glad Racket. So that's uh, at Glad Racket on Instagram. And they, I would, um, I don't describe it as like kind of punk rock, almost horror movie themed like the Haunted Mansion shirt I have, I've had a few people come up and comment on that shirt. In mm-hmm. fact, that's how I found out about this brand. I saw a girl with a shirt. I walked right up to her at a churro stand and said, where did you get that? The churro like, stand outside of the Haunted that's Mansion. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was just a perfect moment. And she said, glad racket. So I wrote it down in my notes app on my phone. I've uh, been a fan ever since. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you a fan of horror movies, the Haunted Mansion, punk rock apparel, or even like it almost looks like metal band, like how they scratch in their, the name. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of their vibe. So yeah, really cool original stuff. On that same vein, I've got a recommendation for Foolish Mortal Supply. They're yep. a friend of the pod. Uh, they also have a really cool rock kind of horror, but more stylistic um, style. They have really great stuff. Whenever I see their new releases, it's always just, it's really cool. I dig what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. For sure. And totally look up to what they've accomplished. I mean, they, they're they're on fire. Yeah, they're definitely a role model. Husband and wife crew. And, I mean, they obviously have help, you know, folding shirts and stuff and, and packaging. But, no, it, it seems like it's, it's pretty much the two of them running the show. And we both know how much work that is. So, they're killing it. They've also been a role model for Flying House Threads. I know that. Yeah, perfect. for mm-hmm. sure. 100 Acre Hood. Yes. I love this brand mm-hmm. so much. Me too. Um, they are, they're putting out stuff that looks like your kind of um, like high-end fashion stuff, like Gucci and... Well, it's like some original stuff, but also he also sources vintage clothing. Yeah, so he's no, like yeah, he does have that too. Yes. And an original designer. He's Which is great. the perfect representation of like streetwear where it's like yeah. combining like yes. new high-end like that, super design stuff that guy's but a also worker. like yeah. yeah. You follow him on Instagram, he's constantly driving around picking up shirts and sourcing new things. Yeah, it's he's hustling. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, he'll have like Mickey shirts from the 80s totally. and things like that that he puts on his site, but what I really like is the stuff that they do that is it looks like something that you know, um, very similar to our friends at Flying House Threads, who we will mm-hmm. mention in a minute. But like, they have, you know that that skate brand Thrasher. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. it says Thunder. Love it, love it. Mountain Railroad underneath it, and it total it like at first glance you would not know what you're looking at. Yes, and that's just one of many 
examples. They do one that's like Gucci, but it says oh, yeah. Goofy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and oh, it's great. You do not recognize no. at first that you're looking at the word Goofy. Yeah. It's so well done. Yes, very well done. And they just seem like cool guys, um, at least guy. I'm not actually sure who runs the company. It's mostly but- one guy. From what I can tell, yeah, it's yeah. great. They, I mean, I just see like who's modeling yes. the stuff, so I just assume it's a whole team of totally. people. But um, they're doing a good job over there. I love their stuff. Again, uh, just someone that was a huge Disney fan. Mm-hmm. He's a Walt Disney World local, mm-hmm. and clearly a fan of fashion and streetwear, tattoos, that kind of vibe. And he somehow turned that into a profit. I mean, my guess is that's his full time gig. It seems like it is. I, I hope so. It seems yeah. like he probably could be he's pretty good following yeah you know people are into the whole thing that he's he's doing so that's again not easy to do total look up to him it's a hundred acre hood is their name on instagram and probably website i don't know i think that my favorite thing about um that maker creator doer is that it's such a good example of doing the disney fandom in your own way yes Mm -hmm. it's like unapologetically this is my style this is how i want to do it it's not the cookie cutter, right? Yep. Squeaky clean. Thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not even necessarily my style. I just so right. appreciate that. Yeah, totally. it's, it's genuine. Like they're so much cooler than I am, and somehow they're still representing Disney. So, yeah. Hey. Uh, the next one for me is really this is like they're one of the more successful brands out there, and that's the Lost Bros. Mm-hmm. And they're you know, <laughs> it's like the epitome of a a hardworking group of people. Cody, I, it seems to me that Cody, the, the main guy that started it, started a few years back and just poured every single ounce of his energy into this brand. And it's, I really look up to this brand because they're, they're really good at doing like an entire, like we are a culture thing. They have a podcast, the YouTube channel. He's a musician. He used to play in a band, I believe. And so he, he'll do like original um, or not written, covers of Disney songs. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, that song, but yeah. it's like the Atari's Blink-22 pop punk uh-huh. version. That's funny, I've never great. heard it. Yeah, I'll send it to you, it's really great. And they've just managed to build a super strong community of people that also buy their product, which is just tons of shirts. I mean, they have hundred d- different designs. Yeah, we saw their stuff everywhere at yes. Disney World. Yep. Mm-hmm. The which one was it? Was the drinking Drink around tour. the world? Yeah, Drink around, Drink the, world. around the world yeah. tour. It was on everyone in Epcot. It almost looks like the Wayne's World font. Yep. Is that what it's supposed to be? That's what it. I kind of look like that yeah, to me, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and we saw that everywhere around Epcot. Yeah. Um, so that's that's another one for sure. Uh, my last one would be our BFF Disneyland. Yes. yes. Oh, I mean, come on. It's, I mean, it's everything. It's, uh, it's concept. Yeah. It's a, it's a style of humor. It's a brand of humor. It's an it's, aesthetic. It's and an Natalie, aesthetic. It's visual art. The, totally. They're making like products too now. Natalie yeah. has oh, yeah. pins. Um, like, we all have the walled uh, wood yeah, right pins. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I saw mugs office. and shirts the other day. Yeah. Go buy stuff from Disneyland because Natalie she- deserves your purchase you get almost like a free product with so when you buy a pin it comes on this backing card it almost looks like a baseball card the attention to detail is just insane yeah Yeah. it's like one of the first packaging i haven't thrown we have the packaging on our wall is what we're talking about right now we're looking at it because it's so cute and clever and it's it's great i mean like that is so funny it says disneyland 
with a pit of like a uh, a suit, like a, like a male suit, suit, madman suit of Walt. Yeah, it's well, got to be Walt. And instead of a head, it has a question mark. <laughs> because because why? Why? Why, why not? not? Why not? Walt, Walt would. would. <laughs> That's the best. Ah, huge fan over here. So yeah. we love Disneyland. My last personal recommendation is Happiest Teas on Earth. Um, I just love that this woman is making stuff that everyone who loves Disneyland will love. It's just super positive and happy, obviously, happiest teas on earth. Um, I actually have one of the shirts. It's the one that says chocolate dipped premium ice cream and Main Street. And it has a picture of the Mickey ear main, um, sorry, the Mickey ear ice cream bar. So good. And it's bright pink and ridiculous and you can't miss it. Yep. Um, but they have, I mean, she's just got a bunch of shirts that are super cute and she's awesome. She is awesome. Clearly she's just, every a picture. Yeah. She's so happy and she's doing a really good job. And I just am happy for her. You can tell that she's passionate she about what she's doing. Thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. And it's, she's only been going for a while. Like it's not, and she's look, not an old like she yeah. hasn't been doing it forever part part of what we're doing here to talk about these brands and like celebrate them is that it's not it's almost the way i think about music or art in any fashion it, no it's doesn't matter what i think it doesn't matter what i think as far as taste i'm a 37 37 year old aging rock guy it doesn't matter if i think this band's cool or not it's what they're doing and if they're doing it at all like that's for right. me, that's the whole point. Whether I'd wear this brand's t-shirt or not, that's kind of irrelevant because someone clearly is. Yes. A lot of people are. Totally. And I think that's worth celebrating. And I think in the Disney community, we should all support each other because we're weirdos and people often don't understand why we love this thing so much. So anytime someone has managed to make a few bucks on the side from this thing is mm -hmm. remarkable. Well, and I mean, when you are going on a Disney vacation and you're looking for those like matching shirts for yeah. your family or you're looking for uh, just a shirt that's different from other ones that you see in the park all the time or whatever, look for your small businesses because yes. they are going to have good stuff probably less expensive shop disney is going to be fine shop disney is going to have but you're going to go to disneyland fine. and you're going to realize you're one of 400 people yep. wearing the same shirt yep go find somebody in a small business support them totally get something that's a little different and you're going to be you're going to stand out you're going to have 10 people a day yes. ask you where you got yes, your shirt absolutely. exactly and you can help that business grow by just wearing that shirt in yeah, the park. That's a good that's a good point. That's that's half of the fun for me. And it's even not even just in the park. Wearing it to the grocery oh, store. Oh totally. Wearing it Absolutely. anywhere where you might run into some other Disney fan. Yes. Okay. So the next and obvious brand that we've talked about a hundred times on the show and has been an official sponsor of the show. Good friends of ours. Official BFFs of the show. Official BFFs. <laughs> and that again is Flying House Threads. Um, part of the special thing about them, we've mentioned this, I think, on the last podcast, maybe. Um, so with our new brand, Dynamite Goat Trading Company, the first design that we're going to put out to market is a collaboration with Flying House Threads. Cannot wait. So cool. I can't wait for you guys to see this. It's incredible. Yeah, and it's, we're so lucky. I mean, Scott and Morgan have been so kind to us and 
they're going to sort of hold our hand from A to Z on how to do this, how to make a design, put it on a shirt, actually get it out to people. All of that is way harder than you would think. And we don't want to half-ass this. We want it to be a super cool product and a, a rad design. So we're doing the first one in collaboration with them, which will be available sort of from both ends. Um, well, and we've also yeah. gotten really lucky to have an idea. And by me saying we, I haven't done much for this. But James and Ash have been working their butts off on this. You know what? You inspire us, and that inspires <laughs> us to yeah. do the design. I seriously just show up. But anyway... They have all these ideas, and then we have a friend, Ryan, Ryan Hatch, who did our logo, and he is incredible. Yes. So Scott and Morgan, James and Ash, and sometimes me will have an idea, and we just say it out loud, and Ryan's like, I got you. Yep. He'll make it real. Cannot wait for you guys to see this Dynamite Goat Trading Company goat. It is yeah, even just the, yeah, the brand logo is I will so good. Have that so good. on everything. I have a sticker, and I can't wait yeah. to put it on something. I don't know what I'm so going to put it on yet. So technically, we'll have at least a few designs from the get because we'll have this collaboration with Flying House, and then we'll have our original main brand logo that we'll of course put on things that you right. can get. But yeah, so, there's yeah. a couple things in the works. We're super stoked about it. And speaking of that, Scott and Morgan will be on the podcast next week. Yep. A long time coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this has been a long Lunacy time in the cooker. They haven't been on. Before. It's funny because we've talked to them so many times. Yeah, and I mean James and Scott are like in a constant conversation we talk over all, text. I mean, now Ash too. Every day, we talk every day with Scott. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm on that thread too. I just don't respond to anything because <laughs> I'm a loser. <laughs> You're a little busy right now. Too, I'm busy. I, yeah. I got stuff just going on. A little busy. But uh, yeah, it's they're they're fantastic people and the they have a really great brand. We're super proud of them yep. and proud to be friends with them and yes. all of that. So yeah, it's going to be exciting to collaborate with them on this. And okay, just to wrap this whole idea up on. Uh, Disney small businesses and people that are turning profit or just creating a, a community for this love of ours. I would like to chat about a few of the YouTubers that we check out nearly every day. And I'll just make this quick so you can go check them out on your own and won't dive too far into it. First one, Best Life and Beyond. Huge YouTube channel. We actually met them. Sarah and I met them yep. at Walt Disney World. Katie and Spencer. Which was super cool. Very kind of them to chat with us. Um... Our, our friend, not even, we actually have never met him. We feel like we know him, Mark Bricky, mm-hmm. with the Disneyland for Designers podcast. And he also has a YouTube channel. I think it's Adventures in Design is mm-hmm. the actual channel. Um, he yeah, has a he, club 1313 if you want to join yes. his club. And then his buddy, um, Philander Butler, he's a cast member, uh, VIP tour I'm guide. Sorry. Yeah, yes. our buddy? He's our buddy. Excuse you. What did I say? You, you said, said his, his buddy. buddy. Oh, you know what? I mean, Mark, yeah. fine. You can have him as a buddy too, but Philander, you're ours. Yeah, you know what? We're, don't Dare forget I. it, He is our man. friend too. Hey. You're our friend. Hey, Mark. We just start debating with Mark when he has nothing to do with this. Mark's never listened to a single episode of our podcast, Probably I'm sure. Not. But we're going to just fight with him over the years. Here's the thing. If he doesn't show up to fight for Philander, then That's we right, win. We win. Then Philander's ours. So, okay. That's how it goes. So what day is it? It's <laughs> Friday the 19th. So we're on the 20th. Yeah. If you don't meet us at the Walgreens parking lot yeah. in Portland uh, at ah. 10 a.m. to fight for Philander, he's ours. He's ours. Yep. You That's heard it. it. 
You won't hear this for a week. So next ten days. <laughs> that's why it's even better. We already won. <laughs> We're guaranteed. By the time this comes uh. out, we've already won. We have Philander, sole custody. You're ours. <laughs> Don't forget it. Next one up is Jared Maruyama. He is a massively successful artist and designer who's collabed with official Disney apparel in many capacities. I mean, he has his own uh, display set up in downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that shop? I have no idea. Were they like... Dis- the Wonderground Gallery? Thank you. Oh, Thank nice you. job. Yeah. Good, good call. Yeah, like super cute, uh, very original, very his style yeah and it's it's like focus on cutesy yes it's like almost like funko kind yeah, of styling totally. and uh he's the king of the hipster mickey yeah yep it's all very adorable Jer- jared's like massively, massively popular yeah. yeah you've seen his stuff everywhere in people's homes like yep. he's, yeah i his think they had was... it at target at one point oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure and we saw it everywhere in um disney springs in florida yes that's yeah. right and he just seems like a nice guy Super, too. oh and also was sort of the co-host for Disneyland for designers. Yes. Now he's more like a repeat guest. Right. Yeah. Also friends with Mark Bricky. We've never met you, Jay, but you're also ours. That's Just right. For the record, <laughs> we're still all Mark friends. <laughs> so Just a starting we're a coming for your wife, Mark. <laughs> oh, Beth, she's great too. Beth, she we're coming for great. you. <laughs> uh, moving on, fresh baked. Love uh-huh. that you channel. Mean, sorry, you mean fresh baked? Fresh baked, baked. I like fresh baked because he just gets to the news almost before everyone he's always the first on he's up to it oh he's that guy's a worker and he's been a youtuber for years too so he deserves any amount of success he has and from what i can tell he's a full-timer so i mean that's part of what i want to point out for all these channels they're turning a profit right on being a youtuber for disney not officially for disney but you know what i mean for disney fandom and love and that's not easy to do uh, the next one is Danny702. That's a new one for me. I don't know that one. D-A-N-Y period 702. She's a Florida Walt Disney World vlogger. Oh, she's the um, blonde. blonde girl. Yes. Yep. Okay. Often with Adam the Woo. Oh, Adam the Woo. That's another one. Oh, God, I love Adam the Woo. Yep. Definitely. That's that's a good recommendation. Um, fr- friends with all those people. Best life and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, moving on. Five Fires. Five Fires, he's just the nice... He seems like the coolest, nicest California He seems bro. like the best hang. Just the best hang. Five Fires, fired up, Mondo. <laughs> we always do his intro. He seems like the sweetest. <laughs> he's, uh, you put him on and you just smile. You just smile. He's good. He's Follow good me on Instagram at the Calibre. <laughs> he's the best. And he does like these really fun live Instagram or uh, YouTube and Instagram videos where he's just like... He's drinking a little bit. He's getting a little loose. It's great. He's mm-hmm. the best. Uh, Ordinary Adventures, similar vibe. Uh, they do a lot of Star Wars m- like focus stuff, but they're also like massively successful. Check um, out. Uh, they do a little bit of travel vlogs too, which I like to check in on. Uh, Provost Park Pass, Love another them. legend. Yep, exactly. Uh, wife and husband duo often show their cute little kid. Also, can't tell where they ever live. No. Can't tell. I think they live in Utah, but then they're at Disneyland. Provost is Utah. Right. So I'm guessing they're in Utah. Or are you thinking of Provo? Oh. His, his last name too. is Provost. Provost. I don't know where these people live because they, they're often in California. So often that it's like you have to be local. 
You just have to be. And then they're in Florida so often and so quick that I'm like, well, maybe you live in Florida because then they'll make references to like, we're we're going home and, and they're driving on the freeway in Florida. But <laughs> I mean, does it really matter? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. No. No. I it, don't care where they live. Oh, I just figured it out. It's Disney magic. <gasps> it was home all along. That's the answer. Wow. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Did the Disneyland beat? That's a real good quick one where they do a lot of uh, voiceover narration, a couple, a lot of like B-roll footage of the parks, but they give you a lot of quick updates and news updates, which I find very helpful. Mm-hmm. I use that one almost as like a podcast. Just put it on, get ready for the morning. That's going on in the background. Um, theme Park Obsession, really yep. good one. Love that one. He's also California-based. Disneyland seems to be the home, but he's been in Florida for a long time covering Walt Disney World. He's what I like about theme park obsession is that he's clearly an ep, uh, an expert on both parks. Mm-hmm. And he's really like a theme park guy in general. So he'll do like Universal Studios, uh, SeaWorld, Six Flags, things like that. Knott's Berry Farm. But he's definitely like a Disney guy. Uh, check him out. And then last but not least. Save the best for last. Is... Walt's, Walt's Chili, Chili Bowl. Bowl. Heck yeah. I didn't even know you was going to say that, and I knew that we were saving the best for last. We saved the best for last. Lisa and here. Ryan, you are our favorite YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, they're, we they're love just... you so much. We get giddy when we see that there has been yes. an update. It's like, oh my God. Sometimes we'll be like late at night, and it's like, yeah. oh my God, there's a new Walt's Chili Bowl. Like, you can't put it, you can't watch it. Well, you can't I'm going to say this on air. <laughs> I'm going to call him out on air. You guys oh, oh mm-hmm. no. James is. You cousin. better start posting more videos. Hey, they're yeah. busy. They have kids in. Yeah, you know what? Comprehensive <laughs> distance learning BS. James is their distance learning kid, though. Listen. Yeah, man. He needs I have to learn. A, like, real easy job. They're nurses. They, are, they work they're so doing hard. Doing real jobs. And saving they have real people. Three boys. I know, but it's so fun I have when they put one stuff out. kid who's under. Like, Here's, I'm just hoping that when the parks open, they're gonna go hoard in the paint. Yeah. The oh, park. they are. They hoard. You mean right, hard? The, he, they even said that, right? That like horrid. Hoard. 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 Like hoard. You're in the saying paint. it like coral from Walking Dead. Coral. Coral. Up oh, there goes James whiskey. is about to kick the whiskey. Did it go over? No. Thank God. They even mentioned that when they started the YouTube channel, it was supposed to be heavily based at the park. That was what the whole point of the channel was. And they started it right before COVID hit. Yep. So when you go to the channel, just know that they're they're at their kitchen doing goofy stuff. And, goofy uh, stuff. Yeah. Like Gorsh. the whole point of it was for them to cover the park and they will. And I know it's going to be great. It's going to be so great. And the stuff that they did before COVID is outstanding. outstanding. Just watch them race eating Dole Whip alone. That right there is worth it. Yes. If that does make you smile. Then yeah, demon. Yeah. <laughs> you communist. You communist. <laughs> All right. If you want to support the show real quick, you know what to do. Leave a five star review rate and review subscribe to the show tell one friend and if you want to be extra special for less than one cup of coffee a month become a patron supporter and if you want to make sarah happy tell eight friends and become the highest level patreon member okay we only have one recommendation for this week 
and it is the Nell Scott House Antique Store that we went to in Lincoln City on our recent beach weekend. Dude, like an official recommendation. If you find yourself in the Northwest and you find yourself even more specifically at the coast in Oregon. And more specifically. More specifically (laughs) in the western side of Lincoln City. Anyway, (laughs) town is called Lincoln City. This shop, oh my god, we had... It was actually sort of an accident. We had some time to kill for a table reservation. We had a restaurant. Ashley and I looked down. We go, oh, there's an antique shop. We love going to antique shops. Then we said, should we go there or not? Then we see a Mickey Mouse ear sign thing on the side. Yeah. Just like posted out as a sign. So we go, we're going there. Clearly. We go in there. Oh, my God. Just a treasure trove of antique Disney stuff. I mean, like... And not even just old. I mean, they had some new stuff too, but most of it was just killer, like 60s, 50s, rad Disney antique stuff. We got a few things. Mm-hmm. Owners were killer. The owners were awesome. Yeah, like full-on Disney people. I mean, the more it was like you, you'd peel the onion back and you go, oh, you really are a Disney fan. Oh, you really? Oh, my God. You are like a hardcore Disneyland fan. And she knew all of this stuff. And then we gave her a card, of course, told her about the pod. Told her Instant that we were going to recommend the yes. Nell Scott House Antique Store. So check it out. I missed this whole thing because I decided to have a beer at a tap house instead. But yeah, I didn't right. know. You didn't know. I found out later. And I got a goofy hat from it. We'll, we'll go back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's it? That's it. Okay. You guys have to end okay. it though. Okay. And goes there. Well, hey. So thanks for hanging with us while we rambled through this episode. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Love you and, so much. And uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See, See you real, real soon. Goofy. Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Oh, God. See you real soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show and we'll be back here next week.